Welcome back to Professional Ranters. I am Finkel. I am joined by Cheeseman and our special guest, Bagel. <laughs> Say hi, everyone. What's up? Hello. So, Bagel is a Bengals fan. Yes, I am. Proud of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, t- today's Fantasy Friday. We had an episode earlier because we we'll explain we explained it in the last episode. We're having problems, but <coughs> it is happening. It is it's it's Fantasy Friday. And also Bagel has submitted some great power rankings that he made. So we will also Thanksgiving. be Thanksgiving that. Yes, pre Thanksgiving power rankings. So we'll be going over that. We'll be going over fantasy and some Bengals football. Everyone ready? Yeah. Yep. All right. So should we start off with the power rankings? Yeah, we should. Sure. We could. All right. Chief, take the mic or something. So what, what am I going to do? Just critique them? <laughs> I guess. I mean, let's just like go over and give our opinions on them, you know? All right, well, let's see. So, I, all right, so we got at the top, we got Chiefs, Steelers, Seahawks, Bills, Saints, Packers, Colts, Bucks, Rams, and Browns. That's the top ten. Uh, let's see. One thing about that is the fact that um the Seahawks are three. Like, they should be 400 yeah. because that's how many pass yards they give up a game. Um, <laughs> I think... The Browns might be a little high. Maybe just yeah. a little, but they have been playing well lately. They have, but they've been you playing gotta... trash teams. Yeah. I think you got to put the Cardinals. Team. Mm. All right. Um, so, and then another thing, yeah, the Cardinals at 13, just uh, that's a little low, I well, think. Well, they lost. And the Dolphins at 14? Yeah. Maybe. They just lost to the Broncos, please. Yeah, a couple spots higher would do them, right? Again, the Broncos are 4 and 6. and Yeah, the Broncos were 3 and 6 before they lost to the. Before they beat the Dolphins. Yeah, that's that's bad. And then let's see. Jets at 32. That's good. I think I like the football team at 27 because they're not last. Um. Yeah. I love how the Falcons are just right behind them. How do you choke it to a team with no name? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um let's see. I see the Pats at twenty first. I think that's good. Um I... <clears throat> mm-hmm. then uh, Cowboys at twenty nine. Just I feel like that works, but I just don't know if it just I don't know. I think the Texans at twenty six is fine. I think that's good. I think the Bengals need to be a little higher higher up. They're at thirty, which yeah. is kind of understandable, but Well they lost I mean, their quarterback. I really don't think they have much of a future this season. Hope I mean they could probably get two more wins possibly right there. Maybe. So- they have the Giants this week and then they also have the Cowboys they're playing that division. Yeah, I think they can cream both of them, so I think there's some hope, I guess, to have a like, not trash record. Yeah, but it's going to take a couple of years for the Bengals to actually be a 500 or better team, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Now, we got, and then we look at the top. Uh, 
Chiefs Steelers, I like that. The Bills at four might be a little high. I think the Saints at five yeah, is good. Yeah, maybe a little high. Um, I like Bucks at eight, Packers at six. So overall, just a fine, fine list. The Bears at sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, well, I think that's a little the deserved. power of the team. I think the Bears. Yeah, the Bears have the stuff spot. to do it. They just stink. Yeah. Yeah. Started off solid. I'm surprised, but yeah. I mean, the Trubisky of... curse. All right, Finkel, down. you share your thoughts about this list. So I think this is a very thought-out list. This is definitely reasonable and mostly correct. I think the Pats deserve to be maybe a little higher up. The 49ers a little higher, farther down. I think the Jets need to be in about um, 47th, personally. <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely good. I kind of disagree on the Saints thing. I, I don't think they have it this year. So I put, like, Packers or, like, the... Or the Dolphins. The Saints are winning games with Taysom Hill. Mm, I think he could be good, though. Taysom Hill. Yeah, I think once Drew Brees retires, I think he's going to be really good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Taysom has Jameis Winston to to mentor him, (laughs) Mister Thirty Thirty. I think the thing with Taysom Hill is that he like he's not really that good at throwing. But he's just like Drew Brees, yeah. just like can't can't throw more than ten yards down the field. I guess he's got receivers to dump it off to, though. Michael Thomas catching run mm-hmm. with the rack yardage. You know what? I think the strategy for the Saints here is for like on some plays to have Taysom Hill line up as a wide receiver to maximize his potential and have Jameis Winston come in because Jameis is actually fairly good when he's not throwing 30 interceptions. He's actually quite okay once he gets in the mood, right? I guess. I mean, but... He's like the... Mm, he's extreme. With the interceptions. Mm. But like, if there's like some like quick RPO or like a slant pass... I mean, so Michael Thomas, I mean, that's pretty easy for him, right? And then you have Taysom just take the helm again and drive down the field with, like, some play action, run, pa- run pass options, read options, all sorts of stuff to just mess with the minds. Yeah. I guess that, that is true. Mm. Yeah, so um, we can talk about the... Bengals now, I guess. So uh, let's talk about the Bengals. Uh, obviously, pain, much pain as Joe Burrow goes down. F's in the chat. How? how what was your yeah. reaction to seeing that happen, uh, Bagel? I was com- completely starstruck when I saw him down. I'm like, it just looking at him there on the ground, I knew it was going to be a serious injury. And I mean, I don't think the Bengals really have much of a chance here to get up to, like, six wins or even. I think they're pretty much done for the season. And their O-line stinks. Their defense stinks. Everything about them stinks. Now that they even have Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard out this week against the Giants, they've got to be on to, I think, is some Perrine guy. Yeah, bro, Lamico Perrine. They I really thought he was on the Jets. I did too. Oh, you probably no, no, have Sam and Jay Perrine, because I think that's his brother. Uh, whatever. Either way, the Bengals can't really depend on anything now. 
definitely Finley's not going to get it done as good as Burrow. Mm-hmm. He was really good. He was impressing me for a rookie quarterback. It just had – his receivers are pretty good, but just – Mixon got her and just everything started falling apart for them. Just and they're blowing it just like they do every year. <laughs> I can sense the pain in your voice as you say that. It's just it's hard. <laughs> well, hey, if you go full tank mode, right? Then you can at least get a good pick. You can yeah. build up that offensive line and then hope for the better. Yeah, so do you think yeah, they definitely mm-hmm. definitely need to build a defense though? That's definitely yeah. got to be high in the priorities. I mean, so disappointing. They get a lot of points, but then they allow just as many points, and it, that's how why why they're losing games. I think. Yeah. So, do you think with this pick, do you think they should take an offensive? So they're probably gonna have like the second pick, maybe. Yeah. Do you think they should focus on the offensive line or another position? I think the defense, like just anything in the defense, their defense is really horrible. And I think definitely maybe like second and third round you can go after the O-line. But I think we get like a, a safety or a corner or maybe a linebacker or something on the defense with our with our first overall pick or whatever pick they get. Yeah, I, I would say they're probably either going to get two or three maybe. I think first is locked up to yeah. the Jets. And then I think – Depending yeah. on how the Jags do, oh, yeah. so let's say they get three, I think they should take an offensive tackle, or if they can get, if they they could actually, they should trade down to be honest, trade down to like seven, because I I would maybe think, get more picks. Yeah, that's probably. I would better. think the football team. Yeah, you could get so. They many should picks. trade with the football team. They should trade down so that way the football team can draft a quarterback, and the Bengals yeah. can uh get maybe someone solid at seven, and another pick, probably a second round or two. Yeah, they need draft picks. They need some fresh blood coming into the team. Yeah, I'm probably going to make this Dolphins comparison a lot. But I think they should really, like, invest in the corners because if you've locked down every single receiver, eventually someone's got to sack the QB. And, like, like, unless they're playing, like, the most mobile of quarterbacks or Daniel Jones, he's an exception. Like, unless they're doing that, like, if you have, like, some zones or, like, someone QB spying, we have all these corners locking up in tight man coverage, like, he's going down. So I think it's really smart for them to invest in corners and, like, coverage linebackers and maybe, like, some edge rushers mixed in within. Pretty much anything. Yeah, if there's this guy Greg Rossow or something out of uh, Miami, he's solid defensive end. Uh, all right. Well, whoever they take, hopefully it's not a bust because that's the last thing we need at this mm-hmm. stage. And now another thing, just before we get to fantasy, uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the Vanderbilt story. They're going to suit up Sarah Fuller, who was on their soccer team. She's a senior, and she will make history if she plays, which she probably most likely will, as the first Division One woman to kick in a Division One football game in a Power 5 conference. Do you guys, How do you guys feel about this? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's great for, like, just equality in general. Yeah. I guess that's good for yeah, her. It's, I think... Mm-hmm. I think it's... I don't see why. Because, obviously, girls' soccer is a very big sport. So, I think it's yeah. about time we get someone uh, who's a, uh, like... Good can play kicker. I think, and I think it's just 
the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I'd love to see a female <laughs> linebacker just completely crush. So oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. No offense, um, but I'm just saying, like, you know. All right, now let's talk fantasy. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, are we going to do the, uh, your league, uh, bagel? I think so, sure. yeah. All right, so... All right, I got the QBs currently pulled up. So, the number one projected quarterback is obviously Patty Mahomes with 25.61. How do you feel um, about that? I... Mm. I think he'll go higher than that. Yeah, against Tampa Bay, I really don't trust their defense. And considering how, you know, freaking insane Mahomes is, I I say this game's going to be a high-scoring game, and Mahomes just puts up, like, a 30. Mm. And it'll be, like, a 35 to 28 finish or something like that. Definitely high scoring. These two great offenses. All right. Mm, yeah. So our next yeah, no, quarterback, yeah. right, is Kyler Murray. No, you can go. All right, what are you going to say? Okay. So the next quarterback is Kyler Murray. 24.51 against New England. What are you taking over on? Well, their defense, New England's D isn't, I mean, great. It's mediocre. So I say Kyler Murray rushes for like three touchdowns and goes over here. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I have him on my team and starting over. Yeah, Russ that's, that's got to be a tough two quarterbacks. Which one to start for you every week? Yeah, really. Yeah, Russ I've got and, I've got Russ and Kyle. Aaron Rodgers, and my backup is Gardner Minshew. Ugh. Hell yeah, Minshew mania! All right, so let's move on to the next QB, Josh Allen, twenty three point eighty six versus the Chargers. How do you guys feel? I think that Allen gets right around projections here, or maybe just like three or four points over. Because Chargers D isn't exceptional. I mean, Allen just sling it to Stefan Diggs 12 times for 150 yards. A couple scores in you. I say just a little. Yeah, just a little over, though. Yeah, I think he completely obliterates the Chargers defense. They're so pathetic. Like, they choke so dang much that I think he can easily get yeah. in the 30s. Yeah, last like week Mahomes. I picked up the Chargers D playing the Jets, I was like, you know what, going to take a chance. They got a pick six, and that one play, without that pick six, then they would have had, like, one point, I'm pretty sure. So they end up getting nine, so not a bad ad for me last week. All right, so should we include the players that played on Thanksgiving? I mean, I guess. Okay, I'll include the likes that would have made it that didn't play. So, you got Sean Watson here at number four. I'm, uh, projected 20.85, but I'm uh, scored 33. I think uh, I think it was only a matter of time until the uh, floodgates opened. 
because they're um they're just Deshaun Watson's a great player, and I think they took all his weapons away, and now they just cut like Kenny Stills. So yeah, so <laughs> I think that it's I think now that he's settled into the offense, now that he knows what he has, he's got sixteen touchdowns and no turnovers in the last six games. I think he's made himself a pro bowler. Yeah, I agree. He's having a good picking it up here. I had Will Fuller on my team who caught like 130 yards and two touchdowns. But then I also have Watson on my team, but I benched him for Josh Allen. Yeah, that would have been great. I'm already slaughtering my opponent in fantasy because I also had Antonio Gibson in the late window who put up 31 but I should have probably started Watson, but still Fuller had a good day, good day, and good day yeah. too. So our next QB is Russell Wilson, also owned by me, projected 23.33 against Philly. Could you repeat that? I just glitched out there. Okay, so we got Russell Wilson, 23.33 against Philly. I say he booms over that and puts up, like, 35. Philly is just an awful team. I am not a believer in the Eagles. Carson Wentz is terrible. I get it. Miles Sanders is okay. Um, their receiving core is terrible. Their defense, I just don't like, do not like the Eagles. I just want to see the Giants win that division oh, yeah. so bad. Yeah, I'd love to see the Giants. Or the, I'd rather see the football team because I feel like the Giants just stink. Yeah. So I think the football team are like a legit 8-8 eight and eight team. Hell yeah, football team for life. It'd actually just be really funny once they actually change their name. Think, wow, the division win of 2020 was the football team. Like, mm-hmm. I just find yeah. that great. And with Watson playing, the next QB would have been Justin Herbert with 22.21 against Buffalo. Um, I think Herbert's going to be under, I think. I just think Buffalo's defense, the offensive line is eh, kind of middle of the pack in terms of other offensive lines in the league. So I'm going to go under because I think he'll be under pressure a lot and might throw some picks to, like, I, and I think he's going to try throwing it deep, too, when they get down, because that's typically what rookies do. And I think there'll be some picks in there. I'm going to have to agree with you, Cheese Man, because the Bills' D is, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's also, I mean, they're, what, 7-3, and three, so they've got to be doing something right. So I think they'll get a few sacks and force Herbert into pressure, and he may, he'll probably throw a few picks and get under projection. Personally, I think the projection is actually pretty, like, stout because he could either ball out, right, or he could go under like you guys said. So I think he'll get somewhere right around that middle. I just think it's only a matter of time until Herbert has a bad game. Yeah, I think Herbert will still do okay. I think he'll put up, like, 16 or 17. But what did you say the projection was? Oh, yeah. 22. There's no way. I think he's... uh, couple under that at like five maybe five under that 17 or 16 okay cheese man would you like to um, listen yeah to let me backs? just pull them up real quick um 
I got a two position. Whoops. All right. Um, I have to do the filters too. This is annoying. Ah, uh, right, see, so yeah, I gotta set the position or whatever. Position. All right. Oh no, this is just the the free running back. What is this? I know, right? Technology is so confusing. <laughs> Alright, apply filters. Oh, see, now it's not telling me what they, whatever. Alright, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook like projected to have 19.36 mm-hmm. points against Carolina. Over under. I think he crushes it. I mean, Carolina's defense, I really don't trust their run defense. If you look at the fearless forecast, he's mm-hmm. projected yeah. about 30. Yeah, I. It's depressing. Yeah. Are right, you um, go? I think I think he gets like a few over that, maybe up to like twenty five at the most. But I think it's only a matter of time before Cook just puts up like an eight. I think it's only a matter of time before he just puts up a bad game and the Vikings get blown out. But I, Carolina is not that good, so I think they'll still put up twenty five, which is good. And then. The second and fourth highest are Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones, who coincidentally are both on the team I'm facing in fantasy this week. So Jones is projected to have 14.8, and Kamara is projected to have 15. Who do you think has more in them in those two players? Well, Kamara's going against Denver, and I, again, I think he's more a lot bigger of a pass threat rather than Jones. And Jones is playing Chicago, which is, like, ranked 24th. So that's, like, good for them and bad for Aaron Jones. So I think Kamara scores yeah, more. Yeah, I say Kamara, uh, too, because, well, I, Taysom Hill's still playing quarterback, right? So I think they will run the ball a lot more, and they could even use him in some of the, like, read option plays, maybe. And they can just use him a lot more than they maybe usually would with Breeze. Yeah, um, and then we also have, so we have Derrick Henry, who's third, against Indiana, projected to have 14.2. I think that's really low, but then uh, Miles Sanders is projected to have about 13.7 against Seattle. Which one of those two do you think is more likely to go over? I'm going to have to go with Sanders because, first of all, Swiss cheese, D. And, and I, like I said earlier, I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan, and most of their plays, I think, are run plays, so they should, they should, they use him a lot. I think he'll get like 20, put up a good number. And Henry, he's on my team. I think last time he played them, he put up 10, which, I mean, he still rushed for 100 yards, just no touchdown. Maybe he'll get a touchdown. And on a 100-yard game, which is 16, that's what I think will happen. But still, Sanders will get more. Yeah, and then I'll take receivers, too, just to run off the top five. Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, and Tyreek Hill. I think all these guys are going to go over, and I think it's just simply because just look at the teams they're playing. So, obviously, Metcalf and Lockett are both both facing facing Philly. the fearless forecast for Lock, for uh, Metcalf is 
and for Lockett, it's 19. So that's 37.5 between the two of them. And I think it has the possibility to go higher. And then Michael Thomas against Denver is projected of 11.68. I just think that's too low because he's healthy now. And because if you oh, look yeah. at his target share was 52% last game. So let's say Taysom Hill throws the ball 20 times. That's 10 times to Thomas. Let's say he just catches six of them. Yeah. It's like it's like it's already better than it's projected to have. Yeah. Then Devontae Adams against Chicago. It's fifteen point three six, but it's just like you you just can't stop Devontae Adams. It's that simple. <laughs> and I think yeah. whenever you try to yeah. throw at Aaron Rodgers, he's just unfazed. He'll throw four touchdowns and three hundred yards on your sorry dome. Now, Tyreek Hill. Obviously, though, Devontae Adams has only been stopped once this year, and that was against the Bucks, where he only had 60 yards on six catches. Now, Tyreek Hill is playing the Bucks this week. Should we expect a similar performance by the Bucks defense to stop Tyreek Hill? Yeah, I think the Bucks are just going to choke heavily. Tyreek's I could see this being up. like the uh, Rams-Chiefs game. On uh, Thursday night, the other or uh, Sunday night or Monday, whatever it was on prime time the other year. Rams book, yeah. News, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Tyreek Hill can just speed right past most of the defenders and just get like a lot of yards and touchdowns. Because remember, last year he, I'm sorry, last week he caught. 11, 11 catches, which is, like, nuts, right, on 14 targets. So he's targeted a lot. He gets 100 yards and a touchdown. So he can easily light up a bad defense like yeah. Sunday. Um. So now, Finkel, you want to talk about the tight ends? Yes, the tight ends. So we got Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, Oh, hold on. The ratings are weird. Let me just... Okay, so Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Hunter Henry, and Dallas Goddard. So, with Kelsey, right, against Tampa Bay, again, heavily targeted, eight, eight catches, this time 127 yards last game, and a touchdown. I'm thinking he goes way over. Yeah, I would guys. agree. He is, he is one of the centerpieces of the Chiefs' offense. He is targeted a lot by Mahomes. They gets like, like, eighty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I I would agree with that uh, statement. Consistently, yeah. Mm, so then we got Darren Waller, nine point eighty six, playing against Atlanta. An Atlanta defense that is ranked worst in terms of fantasy. Fearless forecast 19.5. I think he just completely obliterates this as well. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I just think that's. I think as that defense, I don't think there's any way you can't have a great game. Mm. So. With that, TJ Hawkinson did play um, yesterday. He got 8.9 points, projected 7.78. I think 
reasonable. Yeah, watching the game, I noticed that they target him a lot. They dump it off a lot, a lot more than I thought, definitely. And so he gets a lot of lot of catches which is good for a PBR league but my league is not PBR so won't help you there yeah I think in order to have that he has to have like 80 Mm. yards so I think he needs a touchdown if he wants to go over Mm -hmm. mhm alright our our next tight end is Hunter Henry against Buffalo 6.9 I would say a sneaky over how do you guys feel in PPR leagues but this isn't PBR so under Yeah, I say he gets like fifty, sixty yards. I don't know, but this, but I, yeah. I think he can catch. A, I think he can catch a touchdown this game. I mean, Buffalo defense, and with all the great weapons Herbert has to throw to, I think it's eventually going to end up going to him. I think it's going to be a really yeah. high-scoring game. Yeah, but I think the Bills come up on top. Sort. Mm-hmm. So our next guy is Dallas Goddard at 6.95 over-under. I'm going to go under because I think if you look at the Seahawks linebacking core, you've got just the one name that stands out is Bobby Wagner. And the odds of you catching a pass on Bobby Wagner are slim. So I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going to go under too. Yeah. And he's like a mediocre tight end. I say he gets, like, 40. And I think they don't really have a premier, like, run game either, so they're not going to fool him on play-action passes. Yeah. Especially with the offensive line being hurt, too. Mm. That's going to be another factor, whether Wentz can perform well down the stretch for these guys. And Like I said, I hate Wentz. I don't think he's good. I think his time passed. So, yeah, I say Goddard's not going to do good, and Wentz is just going to do awful. Yeah, F once. So I'll take this next one. My favorite position, the kicker. So, main man Harrison Butker projected ten point two over. I think. I mean, the Chiefs playing who? Who again? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I think, like I said earlier, it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So over by what? I think he gets like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I'd agree. Our next boy did play. My man Greg Zerline. He got ten, projected nine point sixty-seven. Pretty fair game. Yeah, I think the Cowboys just eliminated themselves from the playoff with that terrible loss to the football team. But yeah, I think mm, yeah, they mm, looked awful, nasty, awful. I think they're going to be. That's why I ranked them so low in my power rankings because I am not a big Cowboy believer either. Oh yeah. Again, sorry for my uncle, who is a Cowboys fan. If only this was the 1990s. So, our next two kickers are off by .01 fantasy points. Joey Sly, then Will Lutz. I think Will Lutz is going to score more this week, because I just... It's Will Lutz. I think, yeah, the Saints settle for a lot more field goals with Taysom Hill. Still, he, Taysom Hill looks good. Taysom Hill, he looked good. I mean, he was moving the ball, but I still think they settle for a lot of 40, 30-yard field goals. And Will Lutz puts up, like, 15. I actually have Will Lutz on my fantasy team. Yeah, now I'm going to leave it up to you guys. So now I've made an interesting mm-hmm. decision. I've cut 
Joe Mixon for my fantasy team because I'm one in ten because everyone on my team has been injured at least once this year, it seems. So everyone except Aaron Rodgers has been hurt this year on my team. Dude, and you, yeah, you, I picked you McCaffrey. Had, like, oh no, pick, I didn't. I, but... uh, I didn't have the first pick. My best guy. Yeah. Oh, that must have been. My, yeah, I think my first round yeah, pick was I don't know my because my best guy is Rogers. Oh, it's probably Mixon. I just cut him. Oh well. So now yeah. I can either take Philip Lindsay, Jamal Williams, or Gus Edwards. I mean, the Ravens have been using Gus Edwards a lot. He is playing Pittsburgh's defense, though. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not start him, or do you need to I mean, to I, Joe Mixon was my starting running back, and he was out, so I just need whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe take a risk with Gus Edwards. I don't know. And that game's in jeopardy. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to sign, I think, Frank Gore. I'm going to sign Frank Gore just because, you know, my team is hopeless, so why not? And then I need to sign a QB, so you guys <laughs> can also decide who I have at QB. And my the QB is on the market right now. Just a backup. I don't need a starting QB. I have Aaron Rodgers. My yeah, Minshew. Yeah. I could start Wentz against Seattle. He's the all right. I'm not gonna start him. I'm gonna have him on my bench. So I could either have Wentz, Taysom Hill, or Daniel Jones, or Derek Carr. Yikes. I, I say Derek Carr. I take... Actually, I think you got to pick up Taysom Hill. Well, if you pick up Taysom Hill, you're only going to have him for, like, two more weeks, well, right? Breeze, they're saying Breeze, Breeze might be out for the rest of the season. Like, until the playoffs. And plus, he's, Taysom's eventually going to yeah, get picked I'll take, up anyway. It's yeah. better that you have so I'm going to add Taysom Hill as my backup quarterback. Yeah, but the Raiders have been playing pretty good. Derek Carr, if if Breeze comes back, I say pick up Derek Carr. He's not great, but yeah. just for a backup. My running back core is also not looking too good, but what what are you going to do? Your whole team. Yeah, really. Yeah. When you're 1-10 and 10 and you're losing every game by 50. I have the least points in the league, too. I think that's notable. But uh, yeah. just a, No one else is worse than 3-8. and eight. Just a... In my very own fantasy league. I am first leading the league with a clinch playoff spot at nine and two. Second place is Ufinkel, seven and four. Yeah, I just it's not not good, not good. Yeah, and then there's you cheese man at the bottom, one and ten. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know I don't know what I can change. What's his face? Mixon stinks. I made um, him. He, he's just been hurt for the whole year. Whatever, it's just it's not good. Not looking good for yeah, you. Yeah, if I can get another win before the end of the year, I think that's an accomplishment. I would say so. So, we then, just to wrap things up, headlines around the league. Uh, Bagel, we talked about the Steelers-Ravens situation. How do you think that's going to end up? I don't. I think they'll end up squeezing the game in Tuesday. I think they'll end up fitting it in, and I say the Steelers keep their undefeated streak going and win that one. Bye. Like, yeah, I think the uh, 
I think the Ravens defense can to a degree stop the um stop the Ravens offense. I mean uh Steelers uh yeah, Ravens defense can stop the Steelers offense to a degree. Um Yeah, but Ben Roethlisberger has been looking pretty One thing good. I have realized is that Earl Thomas is still a free agent. Um do you think any team should pick him up before the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he's got well, back he actually, injury. He, right? They made him a free agent because he was fighting teammates. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Do you think it's worth having someone like that in your locker room? Or do you think it's just not a good idea? I think it's like an Antonio Brown situation. Just cut him. Someone will pick him up. I mean, he's not that good. Yeah. Someone will simp for him. And then, do you have anything else you want to add, Finkel? Um, so I would like to add in, I am very interested in what the Steelers' schedule is. Because remember, they are undefeated. My, my, my homeboy Dolphins are the only undefeated team in history who's actually won the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Going undefeated, right? Pats choked. And then the other two people before them in, like, the freaking 30s and 40s all lost in the championship. So the upcoming schedule for the Pittsburgh Steelers is obviously the Ravens. Then they got the football team at home. Then they go up in December to play the Bills. I think this is yeah, where they Yeah, I agree. Bills, like I said, been looking pretty good. I have Allen on my fantasy team. And it's been a pretty good team. Mm. Then they just got... Against the Bengals, I, I think they get yeah. Bengals. Yeah. No. <laughs> then they got the Colts. I think this could also be a loss. I doubt it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, the Colts have been and same with- very good this year. I did not mm-hmm. expect Philip Rivers to come to a new team in his first year and look this good and actually lead them to being a playoff contender and division winner potentially. Yeah. Um. Now. A last thing we can say. So, Thanksgiving is over, so that means we just go right to Christmas. What's one thing, what's your Christmas wish for your team in the upcoming six months or so? I say get two or more wins, or one or more wins. Let's put it that low. Can the Bengals get one or more wins? And not and well, they're already guaranteed to be wet better than what they were last year. Let's try to get three or four wins on the season. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a reasonable goal. And then then again, it's the Bengals, so maybe not reasonable goal for how the team reasonable goal for how the team's shaping up. For me, my wish is that the Texans just lose out because even if the Dolphins lose out as well, I mean. A 6-10 and 10 record is going to be really depressing, so I do hope we can get at least two more wins, which I do think is in our, actually in our next two upcoming games. Sorry, Bengals and Jets fans. Mm. But with that, like if the, if the Texans lose out, they're going 3-13. and 13. That's a top-five pick. We trade out of that possibly to the football team, yeah. right? We get another high first-round pick, draft a lineman or draft a corner, yeah. whatever the hell we need to draft, draft a linebacker. And then... We can get a king's ransom for that one pick. We can get like 
several first rounders. So we gotta also gotta target the teams with several first rounders. So we can just have so much freaking draft capital two years in a row. And if we do make the playoffs, like that would be ridiculous. We got like the fourth pick and like the twenty fourth. Yeah, the Dolphins have stepped it up. I did not think they would be that good this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, they've definitely like grown since. Yeah, Finkle, you said that your goal was them to go like you thought they were going to go like eight and eight this year. I think they could definitely definitely pass that record. Mm. Originally, I projected them to go ten and six, but now I'm thinking it's going nine and yeah. seven ish. But I do think they could even go eleven and five. I'm saying it eleven and I five. Don't know about that. Would tend to disagree. <laughs> Only lose to the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I think we lose to the Chiefs and Bills next, and then we win out. Because Chiefs are just powerhouses. We could stop them, though. Like, Flores is smart enough to know how to counter against the Chiefs, Mahomes. If you lose by like two touchdowns against the Chiefs, it's well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to pull. I think I have scores for that game. Actually, I don't think I do. Yeah, no, it's just wins and losses. But I think if we get blown out by, like, three touchdowns, I'm okay with that. We kept it somewhat close. Two touchdowns? <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. One touchdown? What? And then if we just keep it a three-point game, I'm genuinely surprised and extremely happy. And if we even win that, that game... completely and utterly shocking. Big, yeah. Biggest, like, upset of upsets... I will literally be like screaming the entire week and just cyberbullying <laughs> the rest of my school. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure great. that wouldn't be a good idea, considering the fact that in the past, in the in the past, uh, what twenty years, the Pats have six rings and the Dolphins have zero division titles. So we actually have well, past. Oh, I'm years, sorry, like two, two or three, or three to six Super Bowl titles, rings. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're total we're totally gr- been great these past yeah. two decades. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I think we lose to the Bills and the Chiefs next, and then we got Jets UN. again. We got the Pats again. We got the Bengals. All three of those, I say. We I agree. Then we have, and then I think the most critical game of this upcoming stretch is the Raiders. The Raiders are in the playoff picture. And unless they have somehow, like, blown their way through and just lost out, I think this is a really yeah. important yeah. game. Because, like, I, I think say we that need game. this I say that game is like a maybe goes to overtime, crazy finish. Like, a tw- like oh, yeah. neither offense is superior, neither defense is superior. So I say it's like a 24-21 finish, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that'll be a fun yeah, one definitely. to watch. Jason Sanders? Well, um, I think that about concludes our show. Okay, so, so this has been Professional Ranters. Thank you, Bagel, for joining our show. We hope to have you again in the future. You're welcome. And we will see you next time. <laughs>